0: Thursday, December the 31st, and this is your morning briefing from The Economist, sponsored by TD Ameritrade. Coming up, blast in Yemen's airport and Britain's momentous day. First the World in Brief. At least 22 people died in a mortar attack on Aden Airport in Yemen, moments after a plane carrying a newly formed Saudi-backed cabinet landed. The politicians were safely evacuated. The new cabinet unites the Yemeni government with southern separatists, two factions fighting the Iran-backed Houthi movement that controls the north of the country. No one has yet claimed responsibility for the attack. Britain became the first country to authorise the COVID-19 vaccine developed by AstraZeneca and Oxford University. The jab is cheaper and easier to make than those already in use, but clinical trial data caused confusion. A half dose followed by a full dose appeared more effective than two full ones. It will start to be deployed next week. Yesterday, 20 million people living in regions in northern England, the Midlands and the south-west were placed into the country's strictest level of Covid-19 restrictions, following a sharp rise of new cases. Meanwhile, Britain's post-Brexit trading agreement with the European Union was signed into law after being overwhelmingly approved by the House of Commons. China and the EU struck an investment deal after seven years of negotiations. The treaty would, among other things, give European firms greater access to China's automotive and healthcare markets. Despite concern in some quarters over China's abysmal human rights record, the deal is expected to be ratified and could take effect in 2022. America increased the tariffs it imposes on European products, including cognac and aeroplane parts, in retaliation for Europe's state aid to Airbus. The increase, America said, would bring its tariffs more into line with those the European Union imposes on America for its aid to Boeing. The dispute over subsidies for the two plane makers has been running for 16 years. And Bobby Wine, the leading contender to unseat Ugandan President Yoweri Museveni at the country's election on January 14th, tweeted that he was arrested along with his campaign team. His supporters gathered to protest in response, only to be dispersed by police tear gas. The police admit to having restrained Mr Wine, though they claimed to have arrested nearly 600 protesters. And now, here's today's agenda. Now for the less hard part, living in the time of a pandemic. This week, Espresso looks ahead to the coming year. Today, science and technology. In 2021, humanity will continue to adapt to living with the COVID-19 virus. Masks and diligent handwashing will still be necessary, but be prepared for changes in three areas. Testing, quarantine rules and the guidelines for social distancing. Cheap, rapid tests for COVID-19 infection will become ubiquitous. Many countries will probably reduce their quarantine length from two weeks to one in the hopes of boosting compliance. Officials checking on quarantined people will be more willing to let them out for some low-risk activities, such as early morning walks in the park when there are few people about. In a similar vein, many governments will give their citizens more autonomy about socialising. Convoluted and prescriptive rules about who can see whom and where and how will be out. All this should make the second year of the pandemic somewhat more bearable than the first. Raise a glass to that, in a small group of course. (laughs) Tackling the virus. Vaccine hunting. In early 2020, most people thought it unlikely that a Covid-19 vaccine would arrive soon. So, it is remarkable that heading into 2021, a number of vaccines became available. This month, the Medicines and Healthcare Products Regulatory Agency, Britain's drug regulator, authorised the use of a COVID-19 vaccine made by Pfizer and BioNTech, and another made by Oxford University and AstraZeneca. The coming year will see difficult political and public debates about how to prioritise the use of vaccine supply. There are also concerns about potential shortages of equipment, such as medical glass and needles, and the storage of the vaccines. Some need to be kept ultra-cold during distribution. Currently, at least 25% of vaccines arrive in a degraded state due to problems with the cold chain. One thing is clear, vaccines will arrive, but they will be distributed unevenly among and within countries, in part because of the scale of the distribution problem. HUNGRY FOR ALTERNATIVES – CULTURED CHICKEN AND INSECT PROTEIN Do not be surprised if you are served artificial meat next year. Singaporean regulators recently approved the sale of the first cultured chicken produced by Eatjust, an American food maker. Concerns about the environmental impact of food production are also putting insects on the menu. They are rich in protein and more sustainable to produce than bird or mammal meat. The international platform of insects for food and feed forecasts that production of insect-based food will grow from 5,000 tonnes in 2019 to 260,000 by 2030. If you don't fancy whole roast crickets, don't worry. Producers are banking on using insect-derived products in animal feed to reduce reliance on environmentally damaging proteins such as fish meal and soya beans. Granted, insects currently cost more to produce than soya, but for feed manufacturers, they offer the prospect of a green, often homegrown protein, which, given the pandemic and increased consumer awareness, will be worth paying for. Understanding the Brain, Human Consciousness. In 2021, a group of neuroscientists will test two theories as part of an adversarial collaboration competition to understand how consciousness is generated in brains. Dr. Giulio Tononi of the University of Wisconsin-Madison argues that the more the neurons in a being's brain interact with one another, the more the being feels itself to be conscious. Because the parts of a human brain where neuronal connectivity is most complex are the sensory processing areas at the back of the organ, these could be where consciousness sits. Dr. Stanislas Hahn, who works at the Collège de France in Paris, reckons by contrast that consciousness involves a network of brain areas. It is the activity of evaluating, editing and broadcasting in the prefrontal cortex that could generate feelings of consciousness. The experiments will be conducted on 500 volunteers using three techniques Functional Magnetic Resonance Imaging, Magnetoencephalography and Electrocorticography Distinguishing between the two would be a big step forward for science. Shoot for the Moon – Space Exploration Thrilling space missions are scheduled for blast-off in 2021 America's NASA plans to launch a car-sized craft to tweak the orbit of an asteroid's moon that is nearly as big as a stadium. It will also send an uncrewed flight around the moon, and with help from the space agencies of Canada and Europe, launch the James Webb Space Telescope, the biggest and priciest ever. India and Russia aim to initiate lunar landers, and China will begin launching parts of its next and biggest space station, Tiangong-3. With spending on space outstripping overall global economic growth, spacefarers are keen to continue dazzling next year while also trying to keep costs down. More is at play than big bucks, however. Behind India's manned spaceflight, for instance, is the push factor of rival China, says Raji Rajagopalan, a former assistant head of India's National Security Council. In global geopolitics, space is the next frontier. Finally, here's the quote of the day from George Marshall, who was born on this day in 1880. The only way human beings can win a war is to prevent it. That's it from the Economist Morning Briefing, available every weekday and on Saturdays.